Listening to NURFM 103.7 Health and Wellbeing with naturopath David Lomond with us. Today's topic is labels. It is, because too often when I see people, they say, oh, well, I've been told I have to live with this for the rest of my life. You know, they've got arthritis, for instance, and they come in and they've got these aches and these pains and I've been diagnosed with fibromyalgia and I have this and that. And they're they're given this label and then they're told that they have to live with it for the rest of their life Mm -hmm. and take this medication. If it, when it gets worse, when it gets worse, you'll have to go on to prednisolone or you go on to methotrexate because you can't do anything about it. Whereas these are breakdowns in the biochemistry of the body to me. And if we look at it as a symptom of breakdown of the biochemistry and we look at it from the point of view of what can be done to sort out the biochemistry, then usually the body will respond in a healthy way. The body knows how to heal itself. Often we have to get out of the way with our tastes or our, I can't eat that or I can't do this or whatever it may be into a particular zone where we say, I will do whatever it takes to get rid of this pain. Mm. And it's like being placed into boxes, aren't we? It is. We get placed in these little boxes and there's more and more boxes to be placed in. We were talking just off air about ADD and ADHD. You know, Mm. they weren't available as labels until the last 20 years, basically. I was saying to you off here, back in the 60s and 70s when I grew up and we were at school, if you had a lot of energy, you just say to the kid, right, oh, you're doing cross country or you're doing sport, go and run that out. Get out and but run it. Nowadays, it's, it's ADHD and you have to have some uh, medicine to, for that. You know, yeah, and, and, and the thing is that those children are destructive at home or they are destructive at school and they do interfere with the running of the class mm. and everything that goes on with that class and the discipline the teacher is trying to bring in. But the condition behind ADHD is well known and it's well known that it's aggravated by sugars and coloured foods and those foods that are not nutritious for the body and also some foods which are nutritious but the person is actually intolerant to or sensitive to. Mm. And those things have to be looked at. And we will do that. We'll continue. We'll come back in a moment, talk more about food. We're going to take a short break. It's 49216216 if you'd like to talk to David Lomond. He's our naturopath and it's health and well-being at 2NURFM. Naturopath David Lomond is here and we're talking about labels today and we were talking before the break about foods and how they've changed. If we look back to the 60s and 70s, there wasn't as much of the sugar-injected in- sort of food that we have and today. And there weren't as many colours and flavours yeah. and chemicals in the food as what we have today. And even things like apples weren't mm. sprayed the way they are today you know they're waxed and they're you know i heard some people to give them a longer life well to make them look better in the tray Mm. you know there's just this whole way in which we treat food these days that we've never treated it that way before so the downside of doing that is the effects that it has and the impacts on our body and it's the pottinger's cat syndrome that we've talked about a number of times here before that the body becomes gradually weaker and weaker and we're producing weaker and weaker children and therefore you know autism grows add adhd grows children's complaints grow but in our own generation the amount of people who are now on blood pressure medication on cholesterol medication on diabetic medication on arthritic medication you know i don't believe we're supposed to go into old age taking all these medications when if we just noticed what our body really needed we could change the dynamics of what was happening in the biochemistry of our body. And that changes the outcome for us. So instead of somebody having aches and pains and feeling really bad in them in their own body and everything aching and their joints crunching, 
They don't have to. They don't have to. It can all be different. But in order to be different, we have to change our belief. Because our belief is, if we've got a problem, let's go to the doctor and the doctor will cure it. In these lifestyle conditions, and I believe that things like depression, anxiety, arthritis, um, you know, blood pressure, diabetes, they're lifestyle conditions. And the only way that we can really change that is by changing our lifestyle, by changing what we're actually doing. But so many people go along, it's generational to say, I've got a problem, I need to go to a doctor. Yes, and there's nothing wrong with going to a doctor. You know, when I had shingles and I didn't know what it was, I went to the hospital late at night, about two o'clock in the morning. This was about, um, what, 15, 15 odd years ago. I'd just been doing too much. And I, I got shingles. And so it was very painful condition. I didn't know what it was. The actual blister hadn't shown up yet. But once I knew what it was, I knew what to do about it. So within two days, I I'd sorted the thing out. Mm. But I had to take action. I had to go and get my back treated to straighten out the spine. I had to take nutrients and supplements. And I had to take herbal supplements. But that got rid of the aches and pa- the aches of the shingles and the pain of the shingles within tw- 48 hours. I know of people who've put up with shingles for years because they haven't known what to do. Two and you are him. Hello, who's calling? This is Bob. Listen, um, my next door neighbour. Yes, Bob. He had a blood transfusion. Right. Quite a few of them. Yep. Um, and he said a strange thing. He thinks that he's now different. His nose runs. Um, he used to be full. He got up. He's get up and goes. Got up and went. Yep. Uh, is that sort of thing likely to happen when you have a blood transfusion? Well, it would depend on the reason for the blood transfusion, I would think, Bob. I mean, there has to be a medical condition underneath the reason for the blood transfusion in the first place. Yes. And it may be something to do with that condition. Because if all you're doing is giving someone a blood transfusion, you're not sorting out necessarily what was causing the need for the transfusion in the first place. Hmm. Again, yes, it's quite so. And so it's important to look at the underlying cause of what is happening and and help deal with that, which is the real problem. And not knowing what that is, it's very difficult to say. You know, we do it through the biochemistry of the body, checking the urine and saliva for the biochemistry and finding out what's going on. Other practitioners use live and dried blood analysis or iris diagnosis to find out what is actually happening in the body. But it's important to look at the underlying condition of the body, no matter what the condition. Thank you, Bob, for your call there. 49216216, if you'd like to be part of Health and Wellbeing today. Naturopath David Lomond here at 2NURFM 103.7, as we do every Tuesday afternoon. And your calls on 49216216. David, I've got Sue on the line now for you from Abermain. Hello, Sue. Oh, hi, David. I was hoping to pick your brain. Um... I'm particularly interested in the linkages between diet and how your stomach responds. I have a husband with a stressy, acidic stomach, and interestingly, my daughter does too. And so I've been looking at trying to introduce more uh, whole food and protein into their diets. Um, But... You know, it's, I'm finding it very difficult to find the, ma- the magic bullet that actually makes a difference, that slows down their digestion long enough for them, their bodies to be able to get the benefit from the food. 
any um, advice for me on that? Yeah, look, there can be a problem there, Sue, in that if their system is inflamed, so if there's already inflammation in place, one of the things that has to be done first, I believe, is to calm down the inflammation. Right. So you may need something like slippery elm, just a very diluted amount of slippery elm into a glass of water, and just use that as a buffer on the lining of the stomach and the digestive system. Okay. That, that will stop... Uh, a lot of um, inflammation and calm and soothe the lining, then you may need something like chamomile tea to actually drink a couple of cups through the day, again, to calm down the uh, the system, uh, oh. but to calm down the nervous system as well because it does contain things like calcium in that in the chamomile tea. So it's, okay. it's important to look at it in a systematic way and oh. just see what else can be done. In clinic, I'd also use things like calcium powder and I'd use enzymes as well because the enzymes take the pressure off the liver and the digestive system and that allows the body just to reset itself a little bit, just to rebalance. Oh, okay. So it's a, a more of a systematic way of approaching it rather than just looking for the magic bullet way. Okay. Thank you because um, that gives me more ammunition. Yeah, and j just take things one at a time. Um, there are different things you can use to calm the lining of the gut, but the slippery on one for your husband and even your daughter, I think, would be well uh, advised to try. So if you go to the health food shop and just get a good quality slippery elm, and when you put it into the water, just tap it into the water, but only start with about a quarter of a teaspoon into about a glass of water, uh, because if you use too much, it can become constipating. So you just want to soothe the lining down, but give it to them before each meal. And usually that will calm and relax the digestive system. But if that doesn't work, you'll need to get some professional help. Thank you, Sue, for your call today on 49216216 for health and wellbeing. Now, you've been a very busy man. You've been in and produced a DVD. Tell us about this no, DVD. No, no, CD. CD. C CD, my well, it's Well, it's just I'm... I've produced uh, a CD. CD. Well, it's you, you're on it, Dave. It's all the podcasts that we've done. Yeah. So it was the first four of the podcasts uh, that we did, together. the yeah. Water, Food, Minerals and Enzymes. And uh, we do sell them at the uh, seminars where we, um, where we offer different things mm -hmm. for people, education for people, just to make it easy for people to keep on track and keep on track because repetition is the thing, I believe, which really makes a difference in education. Hello, Ty. How can I help, Ty? Uh, yeah, got a problem with um, the top right hand of my leg. It's um, all numb and pins and needles. Um, I've been to and had a nerve block injection, but that didn't last long. I was just wondering if there's anything else I could try. Uh, yeah. I'll, uh, I might speak to you offline about someone I'd suggest that you go and see and see what they can do about it. Um, there will be nutrition involved in it, but I think, first of all, you're better to get some care from, in the form of an actual manipulation or treatment for the spinal system because the, uh, all the nerves that run down the leg come out of the spine. So it's usually further back than where you're starting. And the chap that I'm going to recommend you to is very, very good with that. You hold with us there, Ty. We'll come back and talk to you off air. We've got Julie joining us right now. And Julie's at Burrigal, David. Hello, Julie. Uh, hello, David. David, just a quick question. Um, I'm taking Inner Health Plus. Yes. Um, I, it, I am not taking antibiotics anymore and haven't for since August when yes. I had the shoulder replacement. Right. 
Is um is it any point in still taking in a health plus or is it only really good when you have your antibiotics? Usually after the antibiotics you need it somewhere between a week, two weeks to three months, depending on the state and condition of your gastrointestinal tract. Right, everything's fine there. Okay, so there's no harm. If the bowel is moving comfortably and easily two to three times a day, there's no wind or disruption, anything else of that going on, then usually if you've been taking it since August, uh, September, you'd probably be okay by now. So just not don't take it anymore? No, but do keep it on hand just to Mm -hmm. see what happens when you go off of it. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't finished the bottle, just put the rest of the bottle back in the fridge and just keep it on hand and just see what happens when you go off of it. And if you do notice a, a change back towards any other state, just just go back onto it again for a little while. Okay. All right. Thank you, David. Okay. Thank you, Thank Julie, you. for your call on 49216216. Now, you have a, a get-together tonight. You're getting together in New Lambton? We are down at New Lambton, the community centre again. Uh, just to help people to understand their conditions better because the whole purpose of these evenings is education, just like we're doing on air is education, to help people to understand that behind every label that they've been given, whether it's depression or anxiety, anything else that goes on, there's an actual reason for it. So I've introduced on air a lot of times different books, different ways of looking at things. Well, Kerry Reams, the guy that I follow, had had the theory that you know just naming a naming a condition does not do anything to cure it it's much better to look at it and say what is causing that condition and that's what we discuss when we go through these evenings is what's causing these things and what can be done about it and it does come back to those four things that we talked about there the water the food the minerals and the enzymes and how we put them together for our body knowing that each body is individually different and needs a different treatment. Now, before we go too far, something I'd like to talk more about next week with you is you are making your way up towards Port Stephens. You'll be doing a, a forum, a seminar up there. We're going to do one at Nelson Bay next yes. week, next Tuesday, and I don't know the venue as yet. We'll talk I'm more about sure that next that, week. Uh, Philip it, has something. If there is those that are interested in there around, say, Salamander Bay, Nelson Bay, Shoal Bay, Passage. anywhere around there, if they'd like more details on what you're hosting next week, is there a number they can call to they find can, out? They can call Philip. On zero double four triple eight three eight three eight. More details there because coming your way next week, uh, next Tuesday night, will be David Lomond, and you can call Philip for more details. Zero double four triple eight three eight three eight, and we'll tell you more about that next week. Two and you are FM one hundred three point seven.